I'd like to start today's program with a very important song, a song that comes from my background and means a lot to me. Friday, Friday, <laughs> better get down on Friday. Get the fuck party out. and party and yeah, party I and hate party you a and bit more yeah. With every word fun that comes fun, out of your mouth. Fun, fun, looking forward to the weekend. I am if it makes you stop singing. <laughs> that's our worst intro ever. That, Friday, that's Friday. Where, that's, plus, I was trying to make eye contact with you guys too. Like, yeah, it was. You were really aggressive. I still have no it. fucking idea what you're you talking kind of, about. You, you kind of know Rebecca Black with your song a little bit. Rebecca Black. No, I had kids at the age of the her that was important song actually it was the most like made fun of song i think yeah maybe ever yeah so High rebecca musical was yeah. the reason <laughs> yeah was that why mm-hmm. why I think so I don't even know was she connected to it no but I, that song is in High School Musical it is mm-hmm. no I thought that she recorded that and wrote and recorded that. That's a cover? That's even worse. I have no idea. We I'm, don't know what I'm, we're talking I'm, about. I'm quite sure that song is in High School Musical, but maybe I'm maybe it's a different oh, Friday Friday. I hope song. <laughs> from what I understand, it seemed like a, a person who like their parents invested in them to make a song and and that was the good I have a question. I don't know. We're gonna have to look into it now. <laughs> what was the last time you thunder. slept? Slept for like a chunk of good time. <laughs> Did I look like a crazy person just then? I'm just whenever I shaved last is when I when I slept last. So yeah, you know, skits cats don't make themselves. <laughs> so you gotta fucking. Uh, I did this to myself, but I uh, definitely am doing it to myself. Well, so. Your beard hasn't grown into your eyebrows yet, so I know. you're probably still okay. I've trimmed these cunts, too. <laughs> these eyebrows you are, are... You are down to a three head, though. To a who? A three head. You don't have a four head anymore because your eyebrows cover up. <laughs> <so far. laughs> I do have a mammoth set of eyebrows. And really, they're they not They are set. impressive. They're, they're trying to build a, a tunnel. In again. Or they're trying to build a bridge between each other so that they can unite their... their distant clans the Bert yeah dude that a few Bert. a few months ago I was getting my hair trimmed and uh, th- this barber lady what do you, a, ha- a hair dresser uh-huh. is that that's the one I yeah. guess so hair so. she was dressing the fuck out of my hair and, uh, <laughs> hair sorceress and with no warning uh, or you know asking <laughs> of consent she backcombed one of my eyebrows and just fucking <laughs> and I like f- I flinched away like fucking hard I was like what are you doing <laughs> she's like these gotta go and she go she looked at me deadpan and goes it's time <laughs> <laughs> I had I was like what are you talking about <laughs> she goes well do you want me to do the other one I'm like well, now, now yeah. obviously <laughs> now be off balance I trust you no zero percent but this needs to be done <laughs> so I would imagine even Zach ask. probably Probably has to comb his out of his eyelashes when he wakes up in the morning, like oh, that, dude. That, that tired goo. That See, gets and I just trim these, and they're giving me sleep. Shit. I'm the sure sleep, it connects yeah. that brow to the. What other. is the name of However, that stuff? I've only ever called it sleep. I got sleep in my eyes. Eye boogers. Eye boogers. Eye boogers. Or that. That's the What's the actual? Term. What is it? That's technical. That's what the is it? Monique would know. Mrs. Gripkeeper knows That's the name. The probably like name. sebum something. Blog. It is. Blank. Right. Yeah. It's some. It's named after some guy named Sebum. Yeah. Dr. Sebum. Dr. Sebum. <laughs> what, what should we call this, Dr. Sebum? Me. I'll call it me. The boogers in the eyes? Yes. yes. I will be the boogers. I will be the eye booger man forever. <laughs> there's worse things. There's, somebody, there's probably a Dr. Taint that's like, call it me. The taint? The, this part between the butthole? You want to be called? Call it me. The taint. Dr. Taint. Like, know. how do we, how, who decided where we no, stop? No, because that's, where that's we stop. 
That's it, it. Taint this, but it taint that. Yeah. <laughs> it could be that too. It makes who, more. Who sense. decided? Who decided where we stop uh, with like the naming of body parts? Right, like because you could you could zero that shit down for you know until you get to molecules, right? Like, no shit. Like it's like okay, the tip of the nose this part is, is the, the earlobe, but what's the tip of the earlobe? The the lobe. Lobe, <laughs> the lobuli, the nugal, and the lobuli. You have a beautiful nugal. Like, like at what point does it become asinine? <laughs> I think we've gotten there. Already. Yeah, I think we passed it. But some of the animals in the world that are named things, it's like this is the poop doll and the tit mouse and the cock bird. It's like wow, the paleoglaucus. It sounds like Scat Cast was out there naming shit for a lot of the times. Anyway. Well, they should have consulted with us, I think. The dookie bird? Fuck yeah, dookie bird. That's exactly what you're here on the earth to do mm-hmm. is dookie on yep. my day. On my car, mostly. Exactly. Well, we got a whole bunch of things to talk about. What the fuck episode is it? Or is it, it 16? It's 16. 16? Sweet 16. Sweet 16. I feel like it's very yes. sweet. It last last week's was the uh, standard deviation, and then yeah. it was the Fortnite. Still don't get that. That one's over my head. I don't even know if a standard deviation is 15. I think oh. it is, but it might just be whatever the standard. Well, I hope for your sake it is. Deviations <laughs> divided by prop. I don't know what it is. <laughs> They'll tell me I'm stupid. I think I don't need to know that I'm stupid. I know that I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's something that... I've come to terms with it. With it, I'm stupid? But we yeah. Can't. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, well, we really can't dispute you either, so... It's just a ride, and I'm... Don't say much d- about us. I'm a dumbass. Well, we're all dummies, and that's a lovely thing, and we're in it together. But we're going to start our show off like we do traditionally now for the last several episodes. We're going to talk about a police story. Or, or can, we pry, boys, can we pry a story boys, out of you? What you going to do? What, what you going to do when Jeff comes for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What are you going to do? Do you got one for us? Yeah, 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 yeah. I or, got one or do we need to do we need to pry <laughs> some? Have you run out? Do you want do you want to pry one? I'll let you pry one. We too. could pry one. What do you want to do? Let's get team up here. on Just it. I got the crowbar. Uh, did you have a story that you might tell without me having to pry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do that one. Yeah. Okay. We'll get we'll save the crowbar for later. Okay. All right. Aww. This one was yeah, this one was about a hate crime. Oh, and uh, yeah, he, he, and any time a call comes out as a hate crime, you automatically the seriousness of it goes up just because the, ge- the the nature of the call, because right. it's generally something done to somebody because of their sexual orientation, their race, or their religious preference. So, but I don't have a lot of information on what happened. So it's about just before midnight. Roll up to the address, and I talked to the guy, and it was an African American gentleman, and. and uh, flags me over i'm like what happened he had explained he said well i've been a victim of a hate crime but how what happened he's like there's a albertson's bag full of watermelon rinds on my sitting on my porch in front of my door and okay okay and and what else he's like no no that's that's it and i'm confused i'm like i i i don't understand what what happened? Right. He's like, I came home from work and this bag was sitting on my porch. And he's like, I think it's my neighbor. Why do you, why do you think it's your neighbor? You guys having problems? He's like, no. But he drives a four wheel drive truck and he's got a Confederate flag in the back of his, on the back of his truck. So I think it's him. I think he's racing. I think he's sabotaging me. Because the watermelon. Oh oh well, oh! And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> what gracious. is the deal? <laughs> and he says, Well, you know, it goes. It made me laugh. He's like, Well, you know, it goes back in the history books. He's like, You know, black people 
fried chicken, watermelon. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh shit. And it finally clicked. Right. I'm like, oh. Is oh, that oh, in oh, a history oh. book? I thought that was I'm just like, a I didn't, weird I stereotype. Did yeah. not like learn a that trope. in school. <laughs> Came from like a cartoon or something. Right. I, I don't think it's in I didn't history. learn that in school. <laughs> but I had finally understood. Well, what back I was in the talking. day, there was only two kinds of foods. So then I'm like, wait a minute. If, if, but it's, it's bagged and like we're a block away from Albertsons and it's in Albertsons bag. And I'm like, was well, anybody else home? He's like, yeah, he's my, my teenage daughter's home and my mom is staying in town. And she's upstairs. Like, have you have you talked to them yet? He's like, no, no, I didn't want to scare them. I'm like, okay, did you go grocery shopping before your mom came? He's like, yeah. I said, did you get watermelon? Well, yeah. <laughs> did they maybe eat it? He's like, no, probably not. I'm like, I'm guessing they probably ate the watermelon, but it's late at night and you have to come downstairs to go to the dumpster, so they probably left it in the bag thinking you would see it and take it to the garbage. Boom. He's like, no, there's no way. So I'm like, well, let's go talk to him. And it's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. So things are not always what they appear. Understand your blind spots. Understand some of your own prejudices in your own head and think about things twice before you react yeah that's the and if you eat watermelon take that. it all the way to the trash right absolutely <laughs> don't just leave your bags that's, it will confuse folks nobody likes a bag of watermelon rinds on their porch no that's a crazy that's whoops yeah, that's that wild. Guy, so how what was his response when you finally got to the bottom of it he really didn't have a whole lot to say yeah just kind of <laughs> grabbed the bag and kind of wandered on down sir Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. pretty humbling, I imagine. But, right. but maybe that guy was a dick, the guy with the, he very the truck well made, and the, the flag. Well I haven't met I very don't. many people that have like the Confederate flag in their vehicle that I wanted to hang out with. You know True. What I mean, like they're just generally like if you're even that, like way back in the 80s wound and shit, up about yeah. a piece of history that has nothing to do with you and that <laughs> becomes your identity, probably kind of a Dink. Like, I fucking just don't want to spend too much time around you. Fully. <laughs> There's somebody right now that's just listening to this podcast. They're looking at their wall like, yeah. fuck, I'm sorry, not I sorry. Got that thing <laughs> on my wall. I'm not taking my thing down. Shame. Grow, grow, grow a personality. In the <laughs> well, how? We'll put your foot down. Yep. All right. That's what I think. I know. We're probably wrong. I think it was George right. Carlin that said that symbols are for the symbol minded, right? So, the symbol night. <laughs> you see what he did there? You see what he did there? All right. Well, thank you for another nice police story. Uh, that's weird. That's fun. Crazy world. 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 I, I, just I can't talk that right. one entertaining. It was mostly what he said about the history books because that was. I'm like, like I, I don't remember that. From I don't even. <laughs> they didn't teach me that chapter. <laughs> I feel like that was a Disney movie or something, wasn't it? Some silly thing. Like I have no idea. I don't know I, either. Don't know. All I'm, right. I'm familiar with the stereotype, but I don't know why it exists same <laughs> i feel like maybe i guess i my brain's like yes you do that black and white cartoon from back in the day that was over the top i, I don't know so maybe, maybe someone can tell us where the origins of that came from yeah next thing you ready for vigilante justice you Dude, guys started are we having gonna this go do some right now yes that that's that. what yeah, i'm hoping i want you to put your batman I've, suit on i've been training for this day my whole fucking life <laughs> <laughs> who well, would you vigilante justice you guys lead this is your guys' thing i feel like we're kind of start seeing more of that just because of what's going to what's going on with the lack of uh officers on the road so like less police presence. yeah less yeah. less police less training the, the, the whole do i mean i could run the whole gamut of what's going on but everybody already knows it's definitely creating a problem and i think that's going to put people in a situation where they are going to start seeking justice on their own for sure 
What do you think about that? Uh, what do you expect? <laughs> I honestly, what what do you expect? And and I'm not necessarily uh, against that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want people to be reasonable in their in their in what the, that's the problem is. Look at some of these news posts that you see in in our in our local news. That somebody will do something. Yeah, I mean, people are on there. Oh, you know, bury a hole. You know, bury them in a hole. Throw them in a river. It's like motherfucker. You have no idea what happened. There's a claim that, and that's what the call is titled. You don't know that he's guilty of anything, and you're you're wanting to kill this guy without having any idea what happened. Well, that's so, on the internet. Right. Would that guy? What would that guy say if he was in person? He'd probably run the other way in yeah. reality. Yeah. So vigilante justice, I think it's going to happen. It would be great if people would be reasonable about what they did, but usually it's over the top. I mean, that's usually why the police end up getting involved in a lot of things anyway, is because of that very same thing. Well, you wronged me. Now I'm going to wrong you. I'm going to wrong you more. Well, now mm-hmm. we got so many crimes involved. Everybody's going to jail. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I I agree with all of that, but it's also hard not. But I'm not to, against it. Yeah, I'm not against it's, it's it. It's I'm hard. Just saying, it's hard not to cheer for it in in certain instances. You oh know shit. what I mean? The dad that's like, killing the pedophile. Yeah. So can we? Shit, yeah. Like, can we? So like like that example that we talked about before with the dad who killed the the guy who was like he was like his daughter's boyfriend or somebody that yeah, his daughter what, was seeing. From what I know, and most of what I know is you know from papers and everything yeah 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 same same here but the deal was that uh he there was a car that was abandoned on a roadway there was a body found in it they contacted the registered owner he admitted that he had killed a guy and left him in the trunk um and he'd been there for several months up to a year it was very decomposed uh and he said that he had killed his daughter's boyfriend because the boyfriend had taken her across the state and then ultimately sold her into prostitution and so he tracked him down and killed him See, that's what i'm saying it's hard not to cheer for that and <laughs> and there isn't yeah. it is now if you're being judged by like your peers i don't know <laughs> a lot of people i don't throw your goddamn politics out the window i don't know anybody who as a parent who wouldn't feel that same way maybe they wouldn't feel justified in doing so themselves or they couldn't get themselves to do it but someone actually doing it i don't see how your peers would find you guilty of a crime yeah becomes a fundamental kind of argument yeah it's pretty wild because i can see how it's a slippery slope because it's you know like uh, people have a pretty deep capacity for disproportionate response to things (laughs) like that i think i i think i mentioned that story in a previous episode about the um the dudes in the village who the kid got taken and held for ransom and then they took the ransom money and ended up killing the kid anyway mm-hmm. and then the parents slash a bunch of other villagers stormed the police station where the guys were being held and dragged them out and burned them alive did you say that here do you remember that don't you don't remember that, that? i thought mm-hmm. i brought that up when we were talking about like people taking like the law into like the free market deciding the fucking oh, I bet uh, you're right. law enforcement. I don't know. We do a lot well, of podcasts here. So yeah. Sorry. <laughs> even, even in this, uh, the circumstance that we talked about, I mean, I have an emotional response to all of it as a human being, but the reality is I don't know what's right and wrong. I'm not necessarily against it, but I'm not him killing the guy, but I'm not for it either. I want to know what happened. Yeah. So I do think 
that it's at least very fair to have a trial. I just and it depends on what comes out there, but based on the knowledge that anybody has, which is very minimal, if it ran that same course, I don't see how a jury of your peers wouldn't feel the same way. Yeah. I think it's the, the fundamental is the feeling. We want to take feeling out of justice. Exactly. So that's the thing where, you know, vigilante justice is on the heels of a bunch of feels. So it's like, that's usually the worst idea. That's mob justice, right? So I don't know. I, I like the idea of a Batman running around the world yeah. doing well, that kind of shit. It's like that other one that was here in Spokane. Really. The guy that... Dressed up like Batman? No, the guy, the guy that got his house burglarized, and the burglar was coming out of his garage in his car, in the stolen in the, car, uh-huh. and the guy had a gun, and as the car was driving away, he shot the guy and hit him in the back of the head and killed him. He one shot. So, homeowner kills dude that just stole his car. And... Uh, he was, you know, arrested and tried and found not guilty because the suspect had made a nonverbal but a a uh, visual threat, making his hand like a gun and pointing and shooting at him. So that's what they found justified him shooting him. Wow! Why? Because he, he could have. Because he was like, oh, he was it was a come threat. Back later. He took it as a threat. He was going to come back and kill me yeah. later. He'd already broken in my house while <laughs> I was here and stole my car. Well, he was driving reasonable. a car too. Then he was around. Yeah, it's reasonable to run him over with the car. So well. even though he was driving away, it was reasonable to believe in his mind at the time well, that I'm, he was going to come back and kill him. I'm here to ask the important questions. What kind what, of car was it? What kind of gun was it? I have no idea. <laughs> what what kind I mean, of shoes what, was it? Okay, if we're talking like a classic muscle car. Justified. Justifiable. <laughs> talking like a Honda Civic. I don't know, just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> like a Ford, Ford Focus or something. I don't well, I don't even know with, with uh, so vigilante what we, justice. Yeah. So I guess what's our what's our general consensus? Like it shouldn't be widely encouraged, but on a case by case basis, when it happens, heavy shoulder shrug. I, think that it, <laughs> I, I don't know. That it, I haven't thought about it enough. I think that if it happened even more and was more public, I think that more people would be like. Well, I mean, having, around, the, find out, having I guess. the potential consequence of somebody coming and murking your ass would probably maybe deter somebody from trying to sell his girlfriend into prostitution. Yeah. Well, right? yeah, maybe. an armed society, an armed society <laughs> is so. a kind society is, is yeah. uh, one theory. Yeah. You're more polite when there's lots of people with guns that don't want to use them, but will if they must. That's the theory. Hypothesis. I'm still, I've still been cracking up over that thing that Will brought up about like if if you're in a mall full of people that all have guns and somebody pulls a gun and fires a shot and then everybody else pulls the gun and just starts shooting. (laughs) And I want to see that. That's wild. (laughs) That sounds like a what a crazy hypothetical. A good little scene in a movie or something, right? (laughs) Feels like a Bugs Bunny cartoon actually. Back in the day. I don't, know. I don't know where I feel about vigilante justice. I, I want a justice system without government, but I don't want people just willy-nilly deciding how to do justice. There has to be an objective moral structure, I think, to have a system that works that we trust. So it can't be willy-nilly. Well, uh, and when society gets involved, what you get is mob justice. So that's a problem. You really right do. Too. I mean, democracy is mob justice. Mob rules. There's We haven't solved for a lot of these things but we haven't lived in a society where we have uh the freedom to have all these resources and these options and stuff we're very it's all very new i mean just like the internet is new and we don't know how we're going to act 
after 20 years of it being in a society that's wealthy and that has where you can go and be a fucking career student or whatever these options didn't exist for most societies what were you gonna say i was just thinking in today's world let's say that a prolific child molester was murdered by somebody i think that most of the population would probably applaud that based on how people talk but should we well here's the thing then they would say what the person's political ideology was the murderer's ideology was and then half the people would hate him right Right. (laughs) then it would be wrong and half the people would try and make excuses for him yeah 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 i don't know like it's (laughs) um there's a a lot of facets to it because mob rule isn't the same as like you know mob justice versus individual justice like if it's just one guy making you know what he deems to be a rational decision about the you know response to what he considers to be injustice is not necessarily the same as you know like a person what's the saying a person is smart people are dumb right you know? like that's the that's, that's the, the issue the with Blacks. that's the issue with mob rule <laughs> you know is that was that men in black yeah I, think nice. so. <laughs> I don't know if it's true they were standing right in front of the they were sitting right in front of 9-11 the buildings from the world trade center and 9-11 showed that people although there was panic people fucking came together when there was yeah. so the irony in there there's some yeah. irony if you guys see what i'm throwing down I might be up my own ass, which I usually am. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, I mean, nothing, nothing is a, nothing's true in every single circumstance, I guess. But you're right, though. The panicky, the dumbness of people increases by the number of people that are involved in it. It, But I would also agree that it it mostly in vigilante type justice, it's way over what was ever done to them. Yeah. 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 Usually. Usually. Oh, yeah. You, you, and everybody <laughs> has on me and we gotta, but everybody's got their exceptions well, based on their morals right? i think i think yeah, that so kind cool. of i think that kind of uh that's sort of inherent um because if you're gonna retaliate against somebody that's done you so what you deem to be a deep enough wrong that you have to retaliate with force you don't want to leave them the opportunity to re-retaliate. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of almost it's have a never to. Never-ending yeah, battle. You feel well, like you have to just be like, well, I guess, <laughs> so I guess you die now because I can't risk you coming to sell my other daughter into prostitution. Right. Right. Well, that's why that's where the market maybe comes in. We're just people. This is just organizations of people. I, I don't know enough about this, but it's fascinated me ever since I heard it. But so imagine starting a company because there's a need for this. If there's no government to what adjudicate grievances a company that's designed to do what police does uh so instead of vigilante justice and instead of police there's some private company that's more accessible to the people government's not accessible you're not you can't really complain about the police in, in any kind of way that that gets a lot done you have to get the media involved and it has to be some more, more huge scandal uh imagine a company that had different areas in it like so Imagine, okay, people are fighting and there's a, there's actual violence. Imagine, it would be people with guns, right? It'd be private mercenaries as part of this company. But that's the extreme end. Imagine most of the company is, I, I guess, we're, I don't know, adjudicators, consulars, uh, bridge builders, talkie people, psychologists, people that would be in, in the realm of communicating between grievances. So, like, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say lawyers. But basically some sort of... Uh, Lots of independent small claims courts. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> treating it like insurance companies, where these insurance companies are the ones that are doing a lot of the, the company stuff. This is how I've heard it explained. Sometimes a lot money's of the, not enough. True. So, 
but no, these are the people, but these people are acting on your behalf. Now, when it's just like petty violence and petty grievances, I don't think, I don't know if this would be valuable in any way, but for big problems, it seems like it's something that could, I don't know, societies could pay for a service instead of allow for a organization to become, you know, police, police can become a, a powerful entity in a city or in a state or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, in a private system, we can keep them honest by being their customers and being, I mean, we can run them out of business. We can't run the police out of business. But I'm just imagining a company that looks at these problems and says, okay, we want to have the experts in violence, I guess, would be one level, but we also the experts in communication, the experts in, in the law, so lawyers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but as a company together so that when people call 911, they're like, I have five million different problems, right? But you, you guys deal with a bunch of different problems. But these a bitch ain't one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but these companies are designed in the same way where they're like, these problems are... are Domestic violent team get to sit. <laughs> Am I making any sense at all? Like this is you're kind of talking in a circle, but I know what you're talking about. What circle is it? Damn it. Help me figure out so I can get out of it. But you want to have a private business that has all these little specialty industry. units. Industry. A whole industry An of industry businesses. of all these specialty units. So if there's a domestic violence and a, a specialized domestic violence team goes if there comes out a, of one company, yeah. Right. If there's a you know, this problem. But the problem is a lot of times you go to something and it's a whole something else or something else happens too. Sure. So you have to have versatility and you're probably still going to have to be armed and be able to protect well, yourself. Well, I, I guess I'm not talking about necessarily like straight up calls. I, I'd have to flesh it out more, but I'm just interested. I want to see if it's you even know possible. You know what would be really, really cool? What's that? If people could just handle their own shit. <laughs> but we know that's not going to happen. Stop being cunts. Well, that would be nice. But I don't think. It, but if we can do it as individuals, if lots of individuals start doing it, it just makes it better. Just saying. Yeah, but we're dealing with uh, human beings, many different kinds of folks. Some people are born sociopathic and don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm torn on the whole thing because there's definitely a part of me that appreciates the removing emotion as a variable. You know, when it when you're looking at adjudicating things where it's like if we're going to have a system can't be based on emotion it has to be based on reason yeah. and logic and there needs to be you know some some sort of equivalence you know where it's just like okay well this category gets you know this punishment and this is this is equals that this equals that i see the value in that you know what i mean because it's like otherwise everything gets responded to or a ton of things get responded to with like you know crimes of passion mm -hmm. but there's other really large part of me that's like, well, if I had a child and somebody raped my child and I found out about it and had, you know, knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it happened, I would 100% have no remorse over going and ending that motherfucker. Right. I think hypothetically, I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but then, but I feel like I'm, I'm self-aware enough to know that about myself, you know? Like, so it's like, I, but after that, mo <laughs> after that moment, then what? then you have the rest of your life. And so you've done something that, you know, society would probably probably throw you in jail for. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe or, not. Maybe not. <laughs> if it's worth being yeah. tried by 12, then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm torn. Like I see the value on both sides. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I mean, I don't think you can control yourself either when it comes to something as important as your own kids. It's yeah. like, good luck 
finding reason in those chemicals. I mean, if you <laughs> rationally decide that you are going to respond with your emotional response, then I guess you'll make your decision and, and it'll leave your fate in other people's hands. Yeah. That was an extreme example, but I mean, like, if somebody left antifreeze in my yard because they didn't like my dog... <laughs> Probably wouldn't go whack him. I'd probably hit him with my car. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a chance to live <laughs> under 15 miles an hour or over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hard enough to make him tumble at least a few times. <laughs> I was trying to find a quote. I thought I had a quote that I could grab to kind of some shit. All right. Well, that's enough vigilante justice. I think my system sounds ridiculous. I, I got to flesh it out more. But if you if you can imagine an industry that's competing for what police do, like... When I see government, all I see is guaranteed people are going to abuse this. Guaranteed. We're giving people power to abuse it. There's no humans that are good enough to not abuse that power in some way. So, obviously, people abuse power. The government is too good of a system for certain people to use that power and, and abuse it. If we throw it into the market, there will still be abuses, but it will be perhaps less powerful... Uh, decentralized so more community stuff which is easier to deal with and again in the marketplace we all know this as consumers like if a company fucks up and, and you get E. coli from that company they're done in a in a week you know unless they're a giant company and blah blah blah, blah. but the government fucks up they just keep fucking up and nothing happens just just more problems so to me removing the government is the thing get that out then how do we find a way to do what police does and and what vigilante justice we don't want. How do we figure out that way? And I know that entrepreneurs are going to figure out that problem. Whenever there's an opportunity that's out there that they, somebody can make money off of, whether you like that or not, they find a way. And then we as the customers and consumers of this product or insurance, what it might be, we fine tune how good it is based on our feedback, based on our consuming. So we're going to find companies that are going to be oh they're, they're trigger happy or they're you know they don't do anything or this and that and we'll find out and with our money we'll decide the good companies that do that so to me it's like yeah it sounds silly it sounds pie in the sky but we're guaranteed injustice and corruption at levels that can go fucking to terrible levels throughout all of history with government with this system we're guaranteed probably humans being human but there's going to be an option for humans to uh, think their way out of the problem and at least in certain communities and then other people can copy the communities that are successful or those companies that are successful that's how every other industry works mm -hmm. and it's like we're not willing to take I think people don't like profits so much especially in the United States now I think that's a bad word that they see people making profit off of policing or they, they and I know why because it's like well they'll just make more dumb laws so they can make more money off of more prisoners and that kind of thing but we have so much power as consumers that I don't think that that would happen. I think we would we would jump all over the company that is the equivalent of Ecoli in a company that's doing wrong in, in policing or in whatever, conflict adjudication. Uh, but I don't think it's beyond human... I mean, if we want to live in a Star Trek community, we're going to have to figure out this thing because this is what... We're going to have to figure out how to be consulars and, and 
No, you just defeated your own argument. <laughs> but I don't have money in Star Trek society. <laughs> but are you okay with Still demand. Justice? What's that? But are you okay with visual justice? No, no. <laughs> I don't like chaos. I li- hey, I listen. Like I think I like I like you, the idea of your system on paper. I think we should try it. It's in not Cal- my system. I think we should try it in California and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> They're already trying it in Oregon. I don't know how that's going. Or in Washington, we're kind of trying. What do you trying? mean they're no. trying it in Oregon? What are I they doing? I don't know. My parents live there. What are law- what's it's, happening? It's lawless. <laughs> La- no laws. Oh, no. That's not My right. system doesn't exist <laughs> and probably never will. But I think it's a fun thing to think about because it's so hard to push back against these big things where it's like government just exists. Government and taxes or, you know, death and taxes. That's the fucking, that's how it works. But it's like, does it? Are we really at peak human cooperation with Man. government that's how do we get, so corrupt how do we get and our stupid? Band to I think that we're level. just... Or it's just like only three things in life are constant: death, taxes, and sovereign and the nonprofits. <laughs> it seems awkward for that. to me that the <laughs> more ability—I don't know—it <laughs> seems awkward to me that the more ability we have to communicate with each other, all as individuals or groups or whatever, with all the technology, the worse we're at it. We are at communication. We're getting yeah. Nobody can get anything accomplished anymore. Well, it's weird. I heard somebody say this. I don't know if it's true. It might be like a shovelcock thing, but. Uh, you know, we spent all of human history just learning how to do communication through body language and facial expressions and stuff. And that is like the majority of communication between people. something percent. Yeah, it's crazy. But over the last several years, with the invasion or with the adaptation of technology to our lives, we've spent a lot less time looking at each other and a lot more time focused on on screens. And... I heard somebody actually say, I don't know if it was a study that they saw or if it was just speculation, but that, you know, in, a, in just one generation that we've hindered our ability to use body language and it's made uh, people awkward around each other, more and more awkward. And I wonder, what do you, what do you think of that? that? Sounds absolutely correct. Yeah. And I think sound, that, like it does sound and right, people so. will miss danger cues that should, that they should pick up on just basic societal danger cues no shit, yeah. and they just have no idea what's going on around them. It's weird though. We spend you know two hundred fifty thousand years evolving this thing, and then in you know Steve Jobs is like, "Put my fucking U two album in this fucking phone of mine," and then then the kids. We're, we're going to be having emoji conversations in ten years. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think, think we, we should do. go back to writing letters to each other. <laughs> my dearest Biatch. my dearest Valerita. <laughs> I will say, no, I like. I, seriously, I think about that when I get text messages. I imagine if somebody had mailed it to me in a letter, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Can you imagine opening <laughs> opening a letter and it all it says is "How's you, <laughs> sup?" What? With a you put a stamp on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bothered with a stamp. You cunt. <laughs> think about that next time you send a text message. I tr- think, to fucking think about it, man. Like I, I, you won't catch me ever. If you know me and you've ever interacted with me that way, never will I ever be like, "Hey, what's up?" Serious fucking never when no. have I ever done that to never, you? we don't ever. even text that much neither no. the, none of the three of us do like, but I still like I, once in a while and when we do it's like we're, t- we're talking about my dearest Zachary yeah. <laughs> well and that's the thing is when we communicate outside of the show which is pretty rare anymore but if we do we know we're gonna have a two to three hour conversation probably yeah so we make time for yeah. each other yeah and if you don't have time, I don't have time to talk to you right now because I it's I gonna be it's a gonna three hour conversation a yeah yeah. if I don't have time on. for you my go to move is I ignore you until i have time for you or unless it's an emergency but if you're just like hey i want some of your attention i'm like i don't have any to give right now (laughs) i'm not sorry i'm doing stuff it's usually jerking off but (laughs) it's important i'm trying to make cartoons all right 
Well, let's move along. Uh, what the hell is this one? Moving right along. What is it? What oh, I, I can't have, read I, your own chicken. Screen? I can't read my own chicken. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> this one's interesting, and this is going to be brainstorming, I guess, for us. Okay. But this is how tools on how to get out of one's own head. Oh yeah. I prefer the shovel dick. The shovel dick does. That's <laughs> my that's shovel my tool is to comedy. <laughs> With the ear, just like the Catholics the do. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! No fear if it's in the ear. <laughs> what would you? Okay, so who brought do this? You still to get us? a Snickers? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. That sounds great. <laughs> what are we talking about? Cheese its Jesus, yeah, I, I like those too. <laughs> we're talking about Jesus, Pope tarts. What are we talking I about? I hate Jesus, by the way. <laughs> what? It's all right. I'll eat yours. Pope tarts. <laughs> uh, so to get out of our heads, what are some tools to get out of our heads? And is it wise to get out of your head? Should you stay in your head? How do you? Sorry, get... it just you want to know where my head was at. It you... just caught up with the fact that you said Pope tarts. Pope <laughs> I was like tarts. trying really hard not to go back to it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be uh, better than no, the wafers. At, I, I think. <laughs> getting out of your own head is is a trick man you got to do some mental alchemy sometimes especially i don't know i can't speak to the the female experience because i've never been one <laughs> but i know for a lot of my dude associates like we get we get deep in our own head sometimes because like we we have this i don't know just something about the way we're wired well we'll start we'll start analyzing something to death to the point where we become so wrapped up in it that we can't see the forest for the trees you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so it's it's uh it, it can kind of paralyze you or it can become antithetical to your ability to make progress on whatever given thing you're trying to apply your mental energy to and uh it's hard to break out of it because it's sort of a cyclic thing, you know, like you're like, Oh, what if, what if this, but then that means this, but then what, 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 this, what if this, and then you get lost in this, what if cycle where that you just, you can stay stuck there for infinitely if you don't get out of it. So you either have to stop caring about it, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is not always an option, mm -hmm. or you have to remind yourself, this is, a trick that I use often, but you have to remind yourself that you sitting there going through hypotheticals is not going to change anything to do with the outcome. You can only, you can only plan as far as your next step. And then your only option after that is to choose whether or not you're going to execute. Everything after that is just bullshit because all the variables change once you make another move. Hmm. You're right. And I, yeah, so I stressed about it. It's pointless. Yeah. It's pointless, but it happens. And you know, yeah, I mean, I don't care who you are, where you come from at all in life. Everybody has days where you are just in your head. You got something going on. In my experience, it's usually something that's going on that I don't discourse. have any control of. Right. And I'm a guy, I'm a, I'm a fixer guy. That's my whole life has been fixing problems. And, uh, when it's something that I can't fix, I mean, it, it consumes me sometimes to the point where it's, Literally second by second, I got to get myself back into reality to the point where it, it can drain your energy. And the one thing that I know is that even when that's going on, if I can't get it out of my head, the one thing that I do is I, I go to the gym. Because hmm. even for maybe that one set that I do that takes me, what, seven to ten seconds, that's the only thing I can concentrate on. And it will, it will take my head all the way out. And then I'm cleared up for a minute or two and then maybe it'll hit me again sometimes just working out for 30 minutes and getting oxygen into my head just changes the whole outlook on what's going on in the day because no matter what's going on i just did something to improve myself 
I can't control anything else that's going on, but I can control what I do and what I'm doing right now. I can't even control what's in my head, but I can control my actions. Makes and that's, sense. that's what I try to focus on. Would it help, I wonder, to change the focus from oneself to external things, like other people's issues, perhaps, or put yourself, is that a good time to put your energy into others and take your, the focus off of yourself? Well, I, I would say yes from a career standpoint, I don't but I, you know, I think, I think that the stage that I'm at in my life now, I can see where I did some damage in the past by doing that. Putting other people. By putting people first all the time. And I don't have, mean first. I mean, just like when you find but diverting, diverting from what I have going on and, and putting my attentions into other people's shit, my stuff's still there. Yeah. It's just, it's whether I can, because at some point you can deal with it, but if, I, you, if you don't address it at all, that's the thing. That's like, going to keep going. It, when it's when it's really bothering you, perhaps when it, when it's when you're in your head and you can't get out of your head, perhaps that's a tool is to like, okay, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna work on my charity plan, or I'm gonna go do. I know that I should mow the lawn for. Oh, as far as occupying your mind, well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's I think, other I think that is do. kind of the intellectual equivalent to working out. You know, like that's like absolutely. the physical. You know, it's just putting your energy elsewhere where it's productive for a minute, so that you can kind of hit the reset button, or or at least take a break from it long enough to <laughs> maintain your sanity a little bit. Right. Well, know. what are we doing in our heads? We're punishing ourselves, right? Isn't yeah, that the, most of the time? Yeah. The other day, I mean, I, I I had talked to you. I was having just having a day, it was just a shit day. Well, I ended up putting in that uh, another uh, the audio book that uh, uh, Mr. No nice more, guy, no more Mr. Yeah. Nice guy, and just I just decided I want I want to listen to it, um, and it just kicked me right out of where I was at because it's just it got me focused on something else, mm. and I was focused it and it got me focused on things that I that I can look at in myself and change things I can fix, and that makes me happy, so. Once I'm like, oh, I can fix this. Oh, yeah, I can work on that. Oh, that makes sense. So yeah. that, another way to just to, to totally divert myself and take all my attention away from all the other shit that I couldn't deal with. Right. I think that is a good trick um, is diverting your energy into some something else, like some other singular thing, you know, or something, something that can hold your focus. Because uh, I have... When I get lost in my head, I have, I have shit like what you're talking about where something's bugging me and I just can't put it down. I'm just, my brain's just chewing on it like a dog with a bone. But usually that's, that's a control issue, you know, where it's like, it's, it's something that I feel like I can't, like, I want the outcome. I desperately it's want the outcome to be something, issue. but I, but I can't, I can't influence it one way or the other to get it there. So I'm just agonizing over it, you know, and, and, and it is kind of self-punishment, but it's more just like something in your brain is like if you dwell on this hard enough you can achieve the outcome that you want but you can't you or know, come so. up with an answer that you don't have yet yeah. and here's the thing we only know the experiences from men but I think this falls under the line of men and, and the thinking and some of the expectations that maybe we grew up with we are the problem solvers we are the fixers in general you know people will come to us to solve problems at least that was my life yeah I, I assume it's that way for I've most had that experience, men. Yeah. Uh, so when you can't fix something right now, or 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 the re the resolution isn't in your hand at all, I mean that just eats away at 
almost at, like at your ego or your pride. Yeah, that's that is. A, I think that is a personal failing though to get to to get to that point with it because you can do a lot of I damage agree. trying to fix shit that isn't your shit to fix. You know what I mean? Especially, I mean, you want to put it in a simple context. Talk about relationships. You know, I've had relationships in the past where because I was similar to you. You know, I mean, my my dad always told me if you want if you want a, a certain outcome, you need to work towards it. You know, like make you know chart your own course you know do your own thinking like make make if you don't like something fix it you know to the best of your ability and like there's there's wisdom to that for sure but when you allow it to you know alter your perception to the point where your response to any problem that you encounter even if it's not yours is to immediately try to fix it that's not that's not healthy and it could do a lot of damage like if you're if i've had girlfriends in the past that have been you know like hey i want to talk to you about this thing that i'm dealing with and my immediate response is to either just be like here's what i'm gonna do about that or here's what you need to be doing about that to fix it and they're like mm -hmm. dude I don't need you to tell me how to I fix it. I just listen. wanted you to pay attention to me yeah. so I can get it out, you know? So right. it's like, maybe just curb your enthusiasm, gents. <laughs> and I'm speaking to myself as well because I've been there, you know? But I like Damn. to think that I've, I've grown beyond that most of the time. But it's still, I feel it in there still. It's it comes from a good place. It's a knee-jerk reaction where it's like, oh, I, I bet I can fix that. I, right. know, what, I know what you need to do. <laughs> I can make this all go away. <laughs> and then you stress about it for days and days in your own head. Again, that was my whole life. Yeah. yeah. You think I've probably had some problems with that. I probably piss some people off. Yeah, for sure. Know, my life doing that, for sure. But and so it comes yeah. from a good place, though. Like that's the thing. It's hard to be mad at people when they're trying to give you advice or trying to help you out. But yeah, yeah. A lot of people is. just want to be listened to. I've been on. The, I've been on the other side of that equation too, where I'm just like, I literally just want to. Like, I already know what needs to be done, and I'm planning to do it probably. But I just want to bitch about it to one of my friends for a little bit, and you know, and like to have them be like, "Well, you need to do that." I'm like, "I ain't fine." I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just good, wanted you to go. Oh fuck, man, that sucks. You know? but, but <laughs> right. a good friend, it does, it doesn't it? <laughs> you deserve to feel fucking angry about but it. But a just genuine good friend that gives a shit, you can say, you know what? It, just I don't. I, I'm just bitching, man. I just need you to listen. Yeah, and that you're just right. That is kind of on you. Not. That is kind of on you. Too, it's always about communication yeah, and setting the boundaries, right? Yeah, it's fucking it. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I have a, rather than just agonizing over one thing, I have times where there's so many things going on in my head that I can't, like, I, it's just like mental overload. And I have like entire days sometimes where it's like, I can't, I can't pay attention to this one thing. I probably just have ADD. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I can't like, I have days, I've had days where I'm working, you know, and I'm, I'm, I try to be really proficient at whatever job I'm doing. Cause I'm spending my time doing it, but I have days where I can't, I can't hang on to something for more than a couple minutes at a time. And it's not for lack of trying. I'm sitting here like, come on, dude, like we got to get this done. And I'm just madly off in eight bazillion different directions. And it's like trying to fucking get a handful of bees that that's are outside all part of, of your hive, diet, you know, right there. <laughs> What's that? That's all diet. That's all diet related. Go do some push-ups, bro. Eats, <laughs> he eats pretty good. I, I think. Know, I, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I haven't this week me, though. Yeah. And I fucking feel it. Like I, I kind of just fucked off when I was in Canada. That's what Canada does to people. I know. But I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll have a celebration, you know. I was like, fuck, I'll get nice and fat before so I didn't 75 hard. <laughs> I didn't mean to tear your thought off. 
No, well, that was that. That's my thought was over, but it's it's hard to. I, I feel like the same solution that we proposed applies to that. Where it usually my it's instead of trying to force myself to focus on this thing that I feel like I have to, I go divert myself into something else for a while, and it usually is enough to kind of <laughs> remind me how to fucking pay attention. Can to you a think task, of a time that you, know? you guys were in your head too much and the and you managed to get yourself out? Yeah, every week when I come podcast with you guys, <laughs> <laughs> back to back to normal socialization. Yeah, yeah, I actually, that's a good tool. To Start this. a podcast. There you go. <laughs> What's that, Jeff? So, so actually, there's something to be said for that. I mean, we spend a lot of time on microphone, but we also spend a lot of time in the backyard bullshitting too. So yeah. man, our days are six to ten hour days, just yeah. Yeah. just laying it all out there. Yeah, involving yeah. yourself in things that force you outside of your own head is is a decent remedy for sure. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to make friends. It's hard to come up with the uh, motivation to do that when you're lost in your own head, though. Like for me, the last thing I want to do when I'm really like up in la la land in my head is to go be around people. And I'm just like, no, you know, and, that yeah. will distract me from my misery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're talking about doing your job and you, your mind's just on other shit. Yeah. But, yeah that sucks that that really sucks because you're in a position where you can't go deal with whatever it right i can't just trot time. off to the gym real quick yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah, torturous I, I, depending you know, on what it is dealt with that more than once myself and it's mm-hmm. like i don't want to hear your problem i have my own problems and i i mean as much as yours make my problems feel better <laughs> i don't want to be here listening to them right now yeah well, to get out of my head, I think I use art. I think I've always used art. Yeah. And that is like the solo person's way to get your shit out of you. So music or paint. Sucking I mean, I don't paint. Sucking venom out of the wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and putting it into a, a canvas or audio <laughs> file. I don't know. There's certainly no one way to get out of it. But that was interesting yeah. to hear you guys. Yeah. Those are some ways. Yeah. Well, I'm going to switch it up to a weird thing. It's about this kind of a subject I want to come back to more and more, but it's we're all kind of media trained, and I, I wanted to ask you guys like, I guess I'm just annoyed by commercials because for mm. my whole life, <laughs> you know, it feels like we all know what a good story is. Wait, wait, wait! This is a perfect time for a commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. We all know what a good story is. We all know what good acting is and bad acting is. I mean, to a relative degree. But we still make terrible, terrible, terrible commercials that are condescending to the people that they're selling their products to. And for me, it's like condescending to, I don't know, I guess my ego is like, fucking fuck you. Who are you talking to? A third grader? That's a product for me. And you're treating me like I'm in the third grade. I don't understand. So as media trained people. Here you go, Zach. It's bad for that reason it's bad on purpose to cause that reaction to make it stick in your memory because okay. there's no such thing as bad press okay so now we're getting to where i'm where <laughs> i would like to go uh what did you call it you call it something interesting like neuromarketing neuromarketing okay so here's a, here's a little deep dive i did years ago that alarmed me but also kind of impressed me so neuromarketing is a entire field of science that's uh, obviously related to marketing but it is gauging uh the any advertising campaign's ability to generate a certain neurological response in in the audience right so that sounds very esoteric let me boil it down to something that actually happened so um cheetos 
when they did a they ran a study who owns cheetos is it frito-lay yeah i yeah. think so so frito-lay oh, yeah, baby. conducted a study where they hooked uh what is it eeg what's the shit that measures your brain activity? that sounds right yeah yeah so they hooked people up to this and they had them eat cheetos and they figured out that the same part of your brain that lights up when you're doing something that's like against the rules like when you're being a deviant Mm -hmm. is it lights up when you see the orange cheeto dust on your fingers i remember you saying this yeah right so they were like hmm okay how can we apply this data so then they ran they ran the ad campaign you may remember these commercials where it was it was chester cheetah he's a badass where he was like he was just like edgy like, they're like cool he, we're gonna make him wear sunglasses he's gonna talk like this. a leather coat i think yeah and, the and then he's gonna yeah. and then he's gonna encourage people to do shit that's mischievous right like he's like you remember like i remember a commercial where it was like he's like behind the couch with some kids and he's like yeah do it and then they, <laughs> and then, and then they get up and they like shoot like cheeto rockets at the back of their parents heads that are watching tv or something you know like it's just not shit easy like that. being a deviant it's seriously and then and then they so they did that they ran that ad campaign and then they they measured they you know with all the data they've determined that their sales went up okay you know because of this ad campaign that they did because then every time somebody did something that they felt was mischievous or not every time but like they'd be you know there were times where they were like give me some cheetos some i'm fucking cheetos. cheetos yeah yeah and awesome. so it's like, and this was, this was back Terrifying. in, this awesome. was back in like, I just stole beer from 7-Eleven. Now I need to go in and buy some fucking Cheetos. <laughs> and that's just Cheetos. <laughs> I gotta go Cheetos. back and steal some Cheetos. <laughs> that's just Cheetos. So but, there's but all was, these other companies not, know this, this too. This is not new, dude. This was back in like 2009. You know what I mean? So like they were already, they were already going to these lengths to try and, and, and engineer certain responses out, of, out more, of the consumer. I mm-hmm. thought it was more like the irritating commercials like the $5 foot long, which I have never eaten a Subway since that commercial came out. <laughs> oh, that, oh, the song? Because of yeah. the song, yeah. Yeah, but well, you remember the song, and I you do. talking about it just made me want Subway, so they're still winning. See, that's the dark <laughs> That's the dark part of marketing. It's like, good or bad, we just want you talking about it, because it'll yeah. get to somebody that will just We don't just care. For anybody product. who wants to stand on principle and never have our product again because of our dumb jingle, they're going to talk about how dumb they think that fucking jingle is, exactly. and somebody else who's less passionate is going to go, oh yeah, I might get Subway on the way home. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you remember, I when, I when I had a conspiracy show, I looked into subliminal advertising, and then just kind of artistic subliminal advertising. Like there's really no oh, such oh, oh, such way wait, of I'm sorry to cut you off. There's a big punchline that I thought was important with oh, my story. Please. They won an award. Oh. Like a, they held a private ceremony for like, you know, effective neuromarketing of Frito Lay, the people that ran that ad campaign won a fucking award for that. <laughs> from from whom, I wonder. From, yeah, from their own from know, their own right? company. Yeah, they gave themselves an award. <laughs> We're so good. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. Anyway, I'm so sorry. No, I derailed you, but I that's was like, better. That, that feels like, I, like that needed to be said. It did. <laughs> <laughs> like I just got so deeply offended by that at the time when I found that out. Like I was like, "Fuck you!" Like you're manipulating me through the colors that you make things, like color combinations right. and shit, or like the way that my my. <laughs> neurological makeup might be predisposed to respond to something like mm-hmm. yellows make you hungry reds out of here get the fuck out of here with that so like that was like the beginning of me being like very militantly opposed to advertising right. and you can't get away from it you fucking can't uh 
I mean, unless you're fucking out in the woods, that's part of the appeal, I think, of being out in the woods, especially now, is, like, you can get away from all the fucking noise, noise that's being yeah. thrown at you all the time. And really all the fucking but even waves. Then, not really. Oh. If you're taking equipment that has brand yeah. names on it, you're still being fucking advertised to in the woods. Your Coleman fucking sleeping pad is telling you, hey, 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 hey remember this? When you, th- when you think of sleeping kind of shitty in the woods, but less Coleman. shitty than you would have slept? Coleman. <laughs> I wonder if you got rid of all the things that had a, a fucking logo on it or product of some kind their their name on it what would exist left like a couple that like, that drawing that your kid um, did for you that's on your sure. fridge probably yeah. still be there but not your the fridge, fridge yeah. <laughs> maybe some t-shirts but the logo's on the tag yeah mm-hmm. so no no clothes so well, makes I sense like, i don't know shit that grandma needed yeah. right i don't know if this is true but i heard somewhere years ago that there are lounges in some airports that you either like have to have a membership to or maybe it's like a certain level of american express card whatever it's some kind of bougie shit but uh you go in there and the whole point of it is that it is that there's no form of advertising whatsoever in there like there's no no radio with advertisements there's no you know like there's i don't don't know if you hear the announcements that'd be kind of weird (laughs) (laughs) i missed my plane because i was so basking in the anti-serene you know but (laughs) but like i first heard that i was like no fucking way like who cares cares?" but then the more i thought about it i'm like fuck i don't know if i know what that would be like you know? know like fucking being in an environment where there's literally no form of advertisement like that means they have to strip you down when you get there and put you in a fucking bathrobe or something. How so. many times have you been in an environment that we, there wasn't something advertised? Yeah, you can't can even you, go to a can bar. You, you can't you get a glass. Seriously. Can't, even can't if you're go. in the shower by yourself, your fucking your shower, shower fixture shampoo, says mowing on it or yeah, some shit. Fucking soap says dial on it. Seriously. Can you think? Can you guys think your of a dick single says time dick on it. in your adult life that you've been somewhere where there was no nothing advertising to you? No, you not even no. the woods. Not even the woods because of coal man. If you're riding your fucking four-wheeler... Fuck, we're reading logos constantly. If you've got boots on. Right? <laughs> Dude, even your socks have got a little Nike swoosh Branding in there Branding is everywhere. Damn. Is and by the way, scatcast.com, you can get a lot of things branded <laughs> with scatcast on it. And just a ride in particular. Definitely check out <laughs> the 2.7. Gotta get that piece of the pie, baby. We might as well play the game while we're in the game, I guess. Right? If you can't get out of the game, your option is to play the game or quit. I wonder how important... Quitting is not an option. How important would it be to your chemistry to not see advertisements that be and, wild. And wouldn't bother me you'd look shit yeah that's you, what i mean i feel like it would i feel like as i wear a north face hat i feel like you don't be like a it. sigh of relief don't you, you think that's like what just it, haven't having it all gone that's why it's like, intriguing like, yeah oh <laughs> like holy nobody shit. wants anything it's like, from me it's like when it's like when you're Thank fucking you. okay so did you ever fall asleep uh back in the day to like whether it's a VHS to end it and then at the after it's done it's just like the white noise on your TV mm-hmm. and you're like you're kind of hovering in that state of like you're waking up because it's annoying but you don't want to actually wake all the way up and do something about so you it curl so, up you're, in a ball so you're tighter. just like, yeah. you're just like uh, uh, and then you finally decide to get up and you turn it off and there's that moment of like holy shit it was like, worth I, have to, I have to imagine it would feel like that yeah no shit you know what just I mean? Like, oh, like it's wow. just like it's it's been there, and you just decided to deal with it. But when it finally went away, you're like, "If Holy you were fuck, not I didn't allowed, realize how much that was bothering me." If companies were not allowed to put their logos or insignias just on clothes, it would change the lives of the youth. <laughs> just because everybody, no shit. 
nobody would they wouldn't know what cool what is it was. Yeah. yeah well everybody Fuck. fucking rich people do that fucking gucci flex shit all the time everyone does they I, yeah even i've got the louis vuittons <laughs> i think every class of people has got a flex on like i saved up all this money and i bought this thing i got my ferrari yeah or a pair of shoes or a fucking nice <laughs> purse for a middle class person yeah, it's wild. That'd be an interesting business model. I feel like that could be a whole genre of businesses, right? Like you could have any business, whatever your entrepreneurial That's thing the wants genre. to do. Generic. But just have it be have it be an ad free environment. You know what I mean? Like I here's my bakery, but in here there's no fucking advertisement, and it'll be the most comfortable place you you visit today. We have like little quiet white noise machines that make everything really nice. It's got to cut all the waves. It's got to somehow cut yeah. the radio and TV and internet waves. That's what I mean. Like there, everything, yeah. like it's just like an isolated, like mm-hmm. if you come in my bakery, you will have a scone and an orgasm from how not advertised you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, basically, it's basically a sensory deprivation kind of chamber, but it's bigger and it has scones. <laughs> You're not floating in water. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Well, don't you kind of feel that when you guys go out into the woods? Like when, when we are in the cities, we are inundated with con- with all these frequencies that are all around us. And I feel like that, I don't know if it's true or not, but it does feel like there's some anxiety perhaps from having radio and TV and internet waves just pulsing through it. I mean, they're constantly around us. At any point, any device can tap right into them because they're all around us. When you get out into the woods, they're still probably out there at this point. There's fucking satellites and all that shit out there. But I bet it's drastically different. Do you feel the buzz go away? It is the most incredible feeling of alone that there is. I mean, there's a buzz in the woods in general. It kind of has its own. the, the, The world has its own hum. And it's so quiet that that hum gets really loud. Cool. Um, but yet, I mean, you hear tree branches snapping and, and you can hear the smallest of mice walking across the ground. I would just hear a cloud of mosquitoes trying to eat my ass. But <laughs> yeah, there's bugs and shit that show up too. But even even that, yeah, the smallest bug sounds so loud. But, there, but at the same time, there's this hum going on just mm. from the earth itself. So to speak. Well, that's it's not even so to speak. That's a, that's actually a scientific fact. I read about this. You just jogged my memory. But there, so the Earth, there's a what's the fucking name for it? It's so it's it's seven point eight three hertz. Oh, the uh, something resonance. The blah, 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 blah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I wish I did. Um, <laughs> it's the Schumann resonance. Schumann, that's thank what you. the yeah, fuck yeah. it's called. So. Anyway, that 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 frequency is where is the frequency in which we exist the most homeostatically, I guess. Is like it's just your like our most natural state of existence and that's how we can achieve actual relaxation is within that frequency. And there's scientific data to show that you can't get it in in an urban center. Like there's too much there's too much other frequencies going around where you can't you can't hear it, like you can't perceive it. But when you get out away from all of that and you're isolated you can actually hear like hear it or feel it or experience it again and it actually has like a really it's recharging it's or crazy something. recharge yeah and by the way makes sense. makes sense when you're in that zone and you are feel that take your shoes off and everything no you want to talk about the time to get into your head that mm. is the time to do it and you can solve world problems sometimes <laughs> it, in those situations or or right that's yeah a lot of times when i write is is when i'm in my head and and no one else is around nothing's around it is important to be able to be a person that can sit under a tree and think and and be comfortable inside your head that far away from everyone else i think that's important 
I think that's like the Buddhist mentality. You need to be able to do that. But a lot of us won't take the time to calm ourselves and sit under a tree and collect our thoughts and maybe not think about anything. Right. For you, you all you'd be thinking about seriously is the bugs that are yeah. crawling on you. I think I'd get over it eventually. Once they had eaten all of me, I think it'd be funny. And I actually wasn't trying to be funny. I was being serious. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a thing for you. I don't like bugs biting me and making me itch, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the woods. I, 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 I think I'm desensitized because I grew up in a house that like had no defense against bugs whatsoever. And I grew up in a place that has large bugs. Like British Columbia has big fucking spiders <laughs> and shit, you know? So like, I just had bugs fucking in my space awesome. all the time growing up. Like all the fucking time. That's why I don't so, like bugs. And so I was just like, well... <laughs> I guess bugs are just a fact of life. Like, I just kind of fucking got over it. I'm like, eh, whatever. Unless it's, like, on me trying to bite me. I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you my story where I don't like. It's creepy crawly things, I guess, in general. I uh, lived in a house with a basement. And my dad actually told me this story because he had the same story happen to him. And then he didn't empathize with me, which I thought was very strange. But he, we have hobo spiders and all. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty yeah. nasty spiders that live in the Northwest. We have tarantulas that are native here. Do you know that? I Little didn't. ones. I'm less attracted to this place yeah. now. They're like they're like this big. Fuck them. Oh, I had one in my bastards. kitchen on the South Hill. Oh. And they're not even super furry either. They're weird. I'll well, then fuck them. I'll find one, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so my dad told stories of basically like in Spokane, uh, he had a brick next to his bed because he would wake up covered in spiders and have to smash them every morning to you know just be covered in spiders and i was like fuck that's insane dad <laughs> by the way can i have the bedroom downstairs i'd like to be, go sleep in the basement now and he's like ha, 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 ha. and i woke up with a bunch of spiders on me and every day but i still wanted to be Did downstairs you beat the shit out of yourself with a brick no i didn't have a brick my dad wouldn't trust me with a brick fuck no i don't know uh i did kill a lot of spiders though and it freaked me out hardcore and they are the ones that bite you and leave you None of them bit me, though. That's the amazing thing. I didn't get bit a lot. I, once or twice, I guess. A lot of those spiders that can really fuck you up are, like, not... Like, they only bite you in, like, weird circumstances. You when know? you wake like, up terrified and you scream in their face? <laughs> that would be one. I would bite Maybe. Them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. We started with media trained, and now we're... Uh, why, why are commercials so fucking condescending, guys? Is it because <laughs> they hate us? Like, it's because they hate us. I said we move on to the uh, reasonableist party. But I found a quote that I wanted to read to you guys uh, to kind of start this off. Because I think I sound like pie in the sky guy it's when it comes to... It's an inspirational quote day. It, it's, inspirational quote It's day. absolutely an inspirational quote. Teamwork but this is about anarchy. It's an attitude. Sorry. Tell me. T- <laughs> Team building is a bunch of shit. No. All right. Uh, anarchism is not a romantic fable, but the hard headed realization based on 5,000 years of experience that we cannot entrust the management of our lives to kings, priests, politicians, generals, and county commissioners. I think that's a basic, simple premise. What about queens? Like Didn't say queens. You know, I didn't it necessarily it give a resolve. It just says what we're doing isn't working. And I well, agree with that. Yeah, well, I, I, anarchists don't have solutions, I don't think. That's the thing whenever I mention that. It's like, okay, then solve all the things. It's the same with atheism. Well, we don't have any when you say either. When I say that I'm an atheist to somebody, they're like, well, then what's created the universe, smart guy? And it's like, why would I know that? You don't know that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you know that. But I'm not yeah. claiming to know that. And that's the thing about anarchism. It's just realizing that's- that this ideology around government or series of ideologies around government is obviously causing major problems and creates corruption that is hard for society to deal with. We can't touch it. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot of people to argue with you about that. Yeah, I think so. Here's the, here's the sticky thing with that, because I, I agree with that. Like I resonate with that shit. You get the point. But, uh, people, 
aren't predisposed to like that that kind of attitude doesn't create a a leader of men you know what i mean like if you if you're if you're sitting there going well I, uh, I don't have all the answers, but these things that we're doing are not correct. And so we have to find a different way, but I don't know what that way is. Let's figure it out together. Deep. Like that sounds good to me as an intellectual, which I don't know if I'm the pinnacle of being an intellectual, but I think about some shit. You do? But with your intellect? Uh, I do with my intellect, but people, I guess, hashtag not all. I don't know. I'm trying to tiptoe around this, but there's a lot of data that reflects that people want, they want to follow somebody who's confident that, that they have the answer. You know what I mean? Like if, if you put a bunch of, if you put a bunch of people in a room and nobody knows what's going on, they're going to follow the loudest person that says that they do. This empowers all those people. Like this takes away the, the government telling us what to do. And it, it gives all those, those leaders the ability to, without restrictions other than the restrictions that their industries or their customers might put on them or their society might put on them uh lets them be creative and be leaders like companies won't go away in in a this kind of system and those are around those based around strong leadership and strong ideas and those kind of things government quelches ideas and it quote i mean every time you see a big government you don't see innovation pop out of those countries very rarely do you see them do anything other than you know, recreate things or, you know, it's not, you don't get Steve Jobs from, you know, Soviet Russia mm-hmm. because there's no incentive to be that. I don't know. I'm going on about all that shit. Yeah, I don't know. And I could be up my ass about that, but I just, I think it's like we were talking about with the, you know, the king, like, oh, I, I will die for my king. Right, right, right. Shit. You know, like some some fundamental part of us that we have not evolved beyond. Right. <laughs> generally, ge- uh, generally speaking doesn't want that is not attracted at the end of the day to somebody who's saying i don't know i don't have all the answers but follow me and we'll figure it out i might follow a person like that or at least walk with them for a while to see where we get to but your average your average person is going to be like no i want somebody to tell me that they know the pathway to heaven and that this is what we need to do and this is why it's right and and don't question me just do what i say well i guess with me saying i don't like government i'm not saying that i don't have any other the things that i think are the the best ways to cooperate are are demonstrably markets it's demonstrably people cooperating voluntarily Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, i wouldn't even call myself an anarchist i would call myself a voluntarist like so that distinction to me is important because it's like everything that people do should be a voluntary transaction between them. There's really no exceptions. And that's where government comes in and is like, well, fuck that. We're just going to force a bunch of shit. And that's why I look at government as I this monopoly. I didn't volunteer for my social security number. Right. Well, what's <laughs> the point of it? The point of that is to pay taxes and to be a fucking, you know, to make it more manageable for the government. You know, well, that's how they did it. We need to issue people a sovereign number at birth. That way, this <laughs> no <is> numbers. <laughs> just be a person. Just let everybody run around no, naked. We need everyone to love our band, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We, we tattoo them with the band logo on it. They wonder everyone what it is. Gets a QR their code on the back of their neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we I mentioned the anarchy because we're coming to the reasonableist party, and this time we're talking about ideology just overall. Uh, and I'm not even sure where this conversation is going to go, but. The reasonableist party, I think, since we have to accept that there's going to be government, that's what this is all about. I guess we can be against ideology. Perhaps that is the ideology of the reasonable reasonableist party: is that it will never anti. It will always be form. It will always be like science, and that once new information comes to prove something doesn't work anymore, we 
reject it. <laughs> so it's one fair? of those like change is the only constant type arguments. Oh God! It's like it's the basically only, the only ideology is anti-ideology. Is that what you're saying? Lead, follow, and get out of the way. <laughs> says Lee Iacocca in the '90s. <laughs> I don't know. So what I'm saying is like I, I don't know. We've talked about this for weeks and weeks now. I'm not even sure how much we've talked about it on the show, but it does seem like the ideology is the problem in a lot of the. The, politi- the, the politics not working is the ide- the ideology. They yes. don't they don't they're not compatible with each other, and they almost seem to like purposely not being compatible with each other. So, as a reasonableist party, it would, if we want to get things done, if we actually are, the goal is to use government as a way to make life better for the people that live under it, there shouldn't be any ideology. That's the ideology. No ideology. Right. Is that some sort? Of, that's hypocritical on some level. But there you go. That's the only ideology we accept is no ideology. I, and it's like anarchists against anarchy. Exactly. I'm, uh, I'm not so much into being anti things as I am being pro the antithesis of things. If that doesn't sound pretentious and convoluted, (laughs) which it did as it came out of my mouth, but you know what I'm saying though? Like I, I think that when, when you're spending a, the vast majority of your time being like, I'm against this. I'm against that. I'm against this pro free thinking. We're that's, pro. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's, how about we be pro the solution or at least the pro thing that is antithetical to yeah. that. You know what I mean? So, so let's look at it like this then. In- ideology is the, is kind of the enemy of evidence and logic a lot of times. So I guess then we are the pro. So instead Ideolo- of being anti ideology is against freedom. Yeah. A lot of times, unless the ideology is some kind of weird freedom. So can we, which I guess had before. I don't can know. we define terms? What are we? What is ideology? Okay, uh, in the political sense or just in general? Well, in whatever sense we're referring to in this segment. I, I don't know the de- the dictionary definition, but I would say. Uh, sure. I just want people to be able to frame what we're talking about right. when we say ideology. Um, a set of rules, a set of guidelines for a belief system that you can become a member of basically so an ideology to me like thrust upon you like oh if you're in also, a club yes. this is what you believe exactly mm-hmm. yeah so a, a, a club with tenants so okay. it could be a cult it could be a religion it could be it could a government reasonableist party yeah it could be the reasonableist <laughs> party but our ideology is to try our best to not have ideology yeah so but the ideology i guess the thing that bothers me about ideology isn't necessarily I mean, not all all ideologies are equal, but it's, they have a rotating cast of, it doesn't matter who you're talking to. If they believe, you know, fill in the blank ideology, I don't need to talk to that person because I'm not talking to Jeff and saying, hey, what do you believe? It's not what you believe. It's what, whatever the fucking leadership is. Yeah. Yeah. You're repeating things. So when I talk to you about something, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the ideology. And so it's pointless. Like you you could just put whoever in front of you, the people in my life that I enjoy being around, like you guys, I don't know where to put you. What camp we all call ourselves somewhat, I mean, not even, but libertarian, but none of us are real libertarians in any kind of sense. And maybe we lean this way or that way with other things. And I think most people are that way. But when you meet ideologues just at the fucking bar, you know, just normal folk that are, they don't even aren't even part of the party don't even vote but they 
spout the ideology you know that's what mainly mainstream politics is now is talking points being barked at each other and then misinterpreted by each other and then used to call and, each other and a lot of times mail. purposely misinterpreted very it must work just like the marketing thing that Shaden told us about it's it does seem like that's like they know it's a bunch of shit and they know it's going to cause strife but it's that strife but i think that they they're, want. i think so yeah they want what the a, chaos that that by itself should be like well this system's stupid this obviously if we could just get rid of this that would probably and then we can fix things ourselves i don't know this being mm -hmm. government so it seems like it seems like so what would be the antidote to that to that sort of behavior um it seems to me that it would be evidence-based things like as it, as it pertains to the reasonableist platform you know or whatever you know if it was like if we're supposed to prescribe you know our our recommendations for you know having a functional society with as as we define a reasonable functional society mm -hmm. you know um <laughs> branded by just a ride podcast <laughs> one we could be proud to give our children one yeah, day that's what we I, want is to be so, here's so thing we're proud of we want to we want to um prize f free thought like yes. uh, we want to prize uh, individualism while maintaining a sense of community mm -hmm. um which i think would it's natural to isn't that, isn't to that do. like the antidote to toxic tribalism is if you're like encouraging people to be an individual but also still value the community aspect of their lives right you know we want them like to cooperate we're, we're right in on. this together but we don't have to be one another right yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What i mean so would we go so far as to incentivize that sort of behavior somehow or is it is that is there are the fruits of that behavior incentive enough on their own i think that's exactly right yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with the society everybody has the idea of leave me alone well that's fine i'll leave you alone but when somebody needs help step up and help yeah for sure i think people that when when i mean the enlightenment principles are kind of what we're living off of now and the idea of that is that if you leave man up to if you let him go about his own rational self-interest the benefits of that to society will be greater than if we tried to centrally plan and put into the, you know, when we watched China, you know, they had all the great leap forward and they had all these five-year plans and 10-year plans. And these were the smartest people in China and they continually messed it up and messed it up. But when you leave a, a market, you know, like in a place like the United States or in Hong Kong, an even better example in China, in Hong Kong, you leave people to, to their own rational self-interest to cooperate with each other and you build these amazing lines of of systems like shipping lines and and communication lines and all these things that the government wouldn't have the first fucking clue on how to do but these people kind of stumbled their way in through a market and the customers came along with them the first customers paid a bunch and then slowly it became available to everyone i don't know it's not perfect but it's it's the more moral way to do things. It's, it obviously is more natural. And these central planners yeah. never never figure it out. It's kind of interesting. I look at Pierce, Idaho, which is, what, 500, 508 people, according to the sign that's been up for the last 30 years. <laughs> no one's died. No Apparently, one's been born. Yeah, the population. What's funny is I go to my apartment, and about uh, I've always got these handwritten letters stacked up that I haven't done my census yet. I don't live there. So apparently they're waiting for my census. They can change, change the population. The <laughs> 509. <laughs> Watch, they're but, really lazy. There's 12,000 people you there. You know, I mean, they're they're have a community. And, you know, of course, their community has a government. And just like any other community, government has its problems and, mm -hmm. you know, all that shit. And 
what I love about that town, you're either from Pierce or you're running from something and ended up in Pierce. That's kind of my mental idea. Of Fair. It. And things are handled like very differently. Than yeah, it is. exactly. It, it is you know, an extremely small town and not everybody gets along. And But you know what? Nobody locks their doors. Nobody steals each other's shit. And yeah, they might get in a bar fight and beat the shit out of each other. And it's kind of an unwritten rule. You go in and drink a beer when you're done. Like this shit happens. Yeah. Police aren't up there. Yeah. You know, they, they pop into town once in a while, but they don't really deal with anything. The people handle it. Mm-hmm. My point is, it really is a leave me the fuck alone. But when somebody's got a problem, the community always seems to find a way to come together and help somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cool to be uh, be able to watch that and, and at times be a part of that. It's, Unless it's that somebody is the dick that nobody in the community likes. <laughs> and that was the guy that stole my beer about 20 years ago. <laughs> well, and I got it back. He bought me... He bought me beer, and in fact, I let him have one when he replaced my beer yeah, after what I confronted a gentleman. him. And he's in prison now. Yeah. Was well, it fair to say that, that maybe our cities are just unmanageable? Like, all of this is too big. Like, our yes. country's too big. These cities are too big. It would just be interesting to see a city divide more divided and spread out. You know what I mean? Like, create that, make it so whatever neighborhood you live in has that small town aspect to it. Like, you know, in order to it's get... It's hard to do that like, when you stack them on top of each other. Well, yeah, it wasn't the exactly. world kind of that way you know not so long ago 70 80 years ago i mean do you know your neighbors yeah but not till recently Uh, most of the time and most of the places i've lived i haven't known any of my neighbors but yeah i mean just i've lived here eight years too for as citizens uh, destroying our own communities just simply by not communicating yeah i mean I, I happen to know my neighbors now, Partially. but it's I didn't for six sword, years. Because sometimes, sometimes people knowing more about you is a bad thing, you know, like your if neighbors, you're a fucked you guard, yeah. or if they are, <laughs> well, there's that too, but you know you what can... I mean? Like, like I remember, I remember living with you. You were like, Hey, let's not bring a bunch of people over because you know, we don't want people knowing where the bat cave is necessarily, you know, like just only people we super duper trust. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I don't bring people over to my house unless there's somebody that I feel confident that I want knowing where I live. You know what I mean? So it's like your neighbors already know where you live, but they also might be the kind of trash person that you wouldn't bring over. Mm-hmm. You don't you know? have to, you don't so. have to invite them into your home and have dinner with them, but at least fucking know their name Yeah. or, you know, have a reason to help them if they need help or, you know what, maybe that's the only person available to help your ass out and they had a skill that you didn't know yeah right so mm-hmm. right. yeah and there's i i agree with you i'm just kind of playing you don't have to be friends me. but but you still have to help i believe well, that did, i don't know this anymore because i live in this neighborhood and my kids are growing up but there has to be neighborhoods that still have their kids all come together and they have the neighborhood fair and they do i wonder uh I, i'm sure there changed. are but it's it's not the norm anymore doesn't seem like it. It's kind of a nostalgia thing. And maybe I'm totally wrong. I wasn't alive that long ago, but it seems like, at least how it's portrayed, there were a lot more neighborhoods. And yes, there was yes less population and everything. Mm-hmm. But even in the big cities, I mean, block by block, they were they were all segregated, but they were all family. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Strange. We are, and maybe we're it's getting like that still in New York. And I, I don't know. Yeah. We're getting more connected it. It and is, we're getting less connected. At it the is same fascinating, time. though, because when you were describing Pierce, I was like, yeah, that was the town I grew up in. Like, not Pierce specifically, but right. the town I grew up in was a little village in the mountains. And the same deal. Never locked our doors. Didn't lock our fucking car doors. <laughs> I feel that way about Idaho, honestly. I just drive to Idaho and I just don't lock my car and all that stuff. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. You should lock your car in Coeur d'Alene, bro. 
It's all got that small town feel. It's a whole big small town feel. You guys both had a taste of Pierce, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was cool. quite an interesting experience. I mean, no McDonald's. My so, taste I mean, of Pierce was more like a, a shot glass full of Pierce. Stiff yeah. shot of whiskey, <laughs> but I liked it. You weren't really in the town. I guess it burned so good. <clears throat> yeah, we were out in the woods. I got to hang out in yeah. the town for a little bit. We were at the bar for a minute. I played in the bar, and the the fireplace was going, and I could not. It was about 130 in there. It yeah, was hot. I could not sing. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I'm going to try and sing my best for you, but uh, my guitar is actually really warm. It's so, I don't, is there another place I can sit?" They're like, "Nah, <laughs> you, you sit right there." Okay. All right, fine. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, this conversation started with ideology, and here we are. That was a fun ride. It's usually how it goes. Ride over. <laughs> uh, I, I think that was really simple. We're we're the, we're not anti anything. I like that. Mm-hmm. We are pro. I would say evidence based, reason based, and I think we got to throw some sort of morality thing in there too, where the closest to m- objective morality is possible for what people can tolerate. Yeah, and yep. individuality. And yes, and we care about individual liberty, uh, and that that doesn't hold to much ideology well, either individual liberty and individual thinking and conclusion crafting yeah. yes <laughs> all of those things fall into that one all right so let's move on to advice that we give ourselves uh this is one intentionally breaking up patterns i think shaden is leading us on that one yeah so i do this mentally um, but also physically. So if you know that you do something a certain way and it doesn't have to, like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking like, Oh, I, I normally treat my spouse or significant other this way. So I'm going to do it differently and see how that goes. Like, sure. That's fine. I'm (laughs) I'm talking about like little shit, like shit that's easy for you to control. You know, like if you normally brush your teeth with your right hand, because you're right-handed, try doing it with your left sometimes. Everybody just thought about jerking it with yep, the stranger. Yep. Absolutely, one hundred percent. If you're if you're a southpaw like me, <laughs> same as same as. See if the other one don't feel a little bit more like a stranger. You know, That's you know how the stranger feels. <laughs> Funny about opposite hand. I had my arm in a sling for like sixteen weeks. Yeah, I injured myself so bad, so many times trying to brush my teeth with my right hand, jamming the toothbrush up into my gums mm-hmm. and cutting the shit out of it. It's so yeah. funny the difference between the two hands. It's really good incentive to get better at doing it with that hand, though. <laughs> I, I, I don't recall that it got better. I think I just stopped brushing my teeth. <laughs> I wasn't around anybody anyway. Uh, yeah, so I mean, and obviously that's kind of a silly example, but little little shit like that, it's it's really interesting, and there's science behind it. It's because you when you do shit in a different way than you've gotten used to doing it, it forges new connections in your brain, Big which time. is really good for your fucking brain. Yeah. Um, My friend Hank, whom you've met, I believe, mm-hmm. is a I love master Hank. at this. Good, he, he does this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Very actually. nice. I need to do it more. I I try to I school myself on it, and I'll get like sometimes I'm just like I want to do that, but I don't have time to fuck around with that. <laughs> you know? Right. I can't I can't spend the time to do my dishes left handed today. <laughs> but you can do you can do some stuff mentally that way too. We've talked on this show, Robert Anton Wilson. He has two books out: Quantum Psychology and uh, Prometheus Rising, where they are meant to get you out of your thought structure, your thought mm-hmm. patterns, and kind of break up your belief systems and give you a chance to kind of look at things from a different perspective and people sw- i mean came out in the 70s 80s and people swear by that mm-hmm. i i've read them a lot some of it's over my head still but it's very interesting stuff and always been valuable always 
you don't feel like you get dumber when you look th- at things from a different perspective for sure yeah. i feel like we're creatures of uh, pattern recognition mm-hmm. like that's very very fundamental to who and what we are and we're designed to be that way we though. are by, yeah by but, jesus but, but breaking those <laughs> by me <laughs> oh <laughs> i Damn. decided today that i am god <laughs> you were the programmer all right <laughs> i mean just simply everything runs by a clock i'm I mean, sorry you have You're to develop welcome. patterns within those those hours of yeah patterns that we're not even aware of necessarily that we fall into patterns are are patterns are good i'm not saying that pattern recognition and and patterns in and of themselves are a negative thing but take my patterns bro but changing introducing change into your your patterns that you've gotten comfortable with is so beneficial for you like mentally physically even emotionally you know it's just just like oh normally i drive to work this way i'm gonna go a different way Mm -hmm. today even just little shit like that yeah. stuff that stuff that makes your mind actually kick back in and go oh whoa that's safe little stuff, mini adventures yeah what's that driving home a different way well, all yeah. the time <laughs> it's safer it's yeah it's yeah. actually it's a it's a safety thing makes yeah. sense all women should be listening to that right now and probably a lot of dudes that pick fights yeah because when they come to assassinate you they can't predict your fucking <laughs> schedule and routes <laughs> something <laughs> maybe i don't know try not to make enemies in life i know I'm only kind of joking. I'm not joking at all. <laughs> it's I hard agree, to tell with, with you. Jeff completely. <laughs> no one knows. I can't tell with either of you tonight. Who's joking about what? God damn. <laughs> all right. So intentionally break up patterns. Yeah. I think that sounds fair. Yeah. Not, not a deep, profound advice, but a valuable advice. That's yeah, something that you can do right now. It's something you can do later. Yeah. Simply. And you, not only for yourself, but in your relationships too, you kind of brought up relationships, mm-hmm. you know, people do get into really bad patterns and they don't recognize that they're in it. Yeah. You Shake know, it up. And it could be Buy a Kama Sutra. Yeah, or as simple as, you know, <laughs> yeah. you go to work, you have dinner, put the kids to bed, and now you're, you know, got to watch a couple shows and then rack out. Shut the fucking TV off. Have a conversation. Yeah. A book. Do something. I don't know. Just get on the ground and do push-ups for the hell yeah. of it. Read That's it. Just to, like just to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah, or that. Shane has got an agenda here Usually you've got to work up to that if that's... That does. That is something you got to work up you know, to. Start with yoga. Yes. <laughs> page one, page They're two. not the yeah. same, but they do correlate. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move along to something that Shaden learned because he teaches us stuff every week. Uh, this one is a, this one's very important about shark eggs. Yeah, that's it. That's shark it. eggs. <laughs> if you've never look okay, at them, some some sharks lay eggs. Mm-hmm. This is some news to me. I thought they had little puppies. I don't know. That's what I mean. I just imagined them like like little violent sea doggies that just like whelped <laughs> litters of other tiny sea doggies. Right. Not all sharks. I can't tell you which sharks. I'm not a fucking shark expert, a sharkologist, if you will. Well, I do have cloacus, so. But some of them lay eggs, and if you've never seen a shark egg, you owe it to yourself. Stop whatever you're doing. Pause this podcast. Don't close it, though. You have to come back. Yeah, come back. Pause this podcast. Go Google images of shark eggs <laughs> and thank me afterwards. <laughs> in, you visit in your preferred Discord? method, you can come Shitbox. on the Discord. <laughs> You can get into the justaridepod at gmail.com. But I want to see some reactions to fucking shark eggs because maybe I'm, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only fucking one, but none of the three of us. Well, wait, Jeff knew. Didn't you? You knew what a shark egg looked like before I brought it up? Oh, you didn't? I did not know. Yeah. And Zach, you didn't either, right? No. Cool. So based upon my, my case study I just conducted, nobody knows what shark eggs look like. (laughs) That's right. Nobody really thought about it. I never really thought about it. Shark laid eggs or not. It's fucking wild. It's fucking wild. I've never eaten one. Have you ever eaten one? Do you want to try to describe it, Zach? I'm going to look at it right now. Look at it and see if you can verbally describe this madness. 
It's like a giant water weenie. Different planets. I would hang one on my Christmas tree, maybe. Can't be from. I, we can't be from the same planet as this. It's squidish looking. It is squidish looking with a little, almost like like you're looking in an egg when you're trying to see if the egg's in there. Big old for, nucleus in there. Uh, for like a chicken egg, it, yeah. yeah, like whatever they call that. Shadow boxing, I think is what they call that. <laughs> God damn, dude. I think you're right. I think uh, it looks like sure? something That's if you get it too close to your face, it'll latch on, like those face sucker yes. aliens. You know? It looks like and something. I think it, there was a monster, you would see in a monster Star Wars planet. that had like one eye and kind of looked like that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. I think you're right. Yeah, good time. It's <laughs> a good call. So shark eggs. So anyway, that's, that's the, the thing lesson. I learned this week. I can't, I can't, I can't give you any better of a verbal description. You just need to go look at it, and then I want to know. I want to know if it blew anybody's mind to pieces like it did mine. Because what the fuck? What the fuck? This planet's weird. It I'm just is. gonna start finding weird shit. Well, it's that, like jellyfish. Like weird alien shit that actually exists on our. It's planet. like jellyfish. It's like what? How does that exist? Yeah, and one of them, a species of jellyfish, we literally called man o' war. I think that's the coolest, that most metal, cool. weird thing. Yeah, that is cool. Man o' war. That's a fucking man o' war. That jellyfish. Fucking bit me like a man o' war. <laughs> oh, that was called that. Fuck yeah! What did you say that? I don't know. It hurt. It kind of out of my mind. All right, the ocean last, is scary. It is scary. Fuck yeah, it is. God damn. All right, last thing, and this is our fuck this thing for this week, and uh, it's entitled people. Ah, oh, that's a lot of different people. That's a lot of fuck fuck yous to a lot of folk. Yeah. And I don't really know. Entitlement's a weird one, man. Is it, it it does seem really rampant and like more so. Like I think uh <laughs> two day shipping, I think that's the reason. I think that's that's the reason for <laughs> entitlement. Microwave People. society. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I want it and I like want it fucking that, yeah, that now. In, instant yeah. gratification is has ruined a lot of people and I think it's like it's you got it. <laughs> You got to take a second and keep some shit in perspective, you know, like, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Like I've had times where I'm just, I'm, I'm shopping for something and I'm like, I have the internet. I can get this literally this week. I'll just go find it. Mm. And then I go looking for it. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's not going to be here for a month. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> See, me choosing to stand in line at the grocery store is keeping me grounded. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well, I've been doing it too. So that's a so. tool. <laughs> I didn't today. I should have. Yeah. I mostly just don't want to deal with the other people and self-checkout they've deterred me from it i'd rather even if it takes me a little extra time i'd rather roll the dice on them there's that great little cut and paste post about self-checkout that i probably should have cut and pasted and put it in (laughs) yeah because nobody knows the the fuck you're talking about right now (laughs) (laughs) but it is my sentiments exactly and i should i should probably just yeah share it you should man it would already be shared by the time you hear this (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna go find it they're finding it right now (laughs) It's a fucking title, people. Yeah, seriously. Like, don't, like, it's, you gotta remember, I think, Zach, you put it a good way, where it's, like, be, not knowing where your food comes from kind of kind of mentality. Like, it's, you can't, try not to let yourself be separated from the actual logistics of things, you know, or, like, or, or just get, allow yourself to have such an overinflated opinion of yourself that you're, like, I deserve everything. Like, I'm, I, everything is my right, and I shall have it when mm-hmm. I want it. Like, that dude that's a dangerous road to be traveling down well it's, an, it's not it's, gonna serve you well it's antisocial behavior from emotional stupidity you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's a well, weird way to be that, i mean have you ever thought of, in your own life like god am i do i really think are there are things that i believe that i'm entitled to i mean have you ever thought about it i can't think anything off the top of my head there are times when i want a result that is going to be in my favor I and have, but it doesn't mean 
I don't deserve that result necessarily. I might in my mind think that I do, but the reality is that I don't. What's going to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. No matter how much hard work I do, I may not get the result that I want. Mm-hmm. I heard at a young age the universe doesn't owe you a thing. I don't know where from, but it stuck with me forever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's it, and it sounds kind of mean, but it, to me, it's kind of motivating. It's like you earn everything here. You know, you might get lucky, and you might have circumstances that hook you up or some shit, but it doesn't owe you shit. Well, we all it. die. We all fear. We're sickness. not owed anything, and you know what? The world is not equal. No, it's not. Well, I think I had a I had a similar profound statement that kind of impacted me at a young age, but it was that somebody told me nobody gets what they deserve. Mm. Oh wow, that is pretty profound. And I was like, like the more I thought about it, I was like, ooh. Like at first, I was like, Cynical. I was like, what do you mean? People do a good job and nobody gets rewards for it. And it's like well, it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that it's not to say that you know you never ever do, but most of the time it's not equivalent you know like, if this is a simulation what a stupid simulation if you just got what you deserved all the time nobody would play anymore yeah you like oh this is a dumb game i'm gonna go play grand theft auto it's true it's true the cha- the chaos does add a certain panache it does you can <laughs> be does. the kindest most giving person in the world it doesn't guarantee that anything great is going to happen for you out of that and, and you're not owed anything for that people should be kind back but there's there's no rule that says that that has to happen that's right. just a shitty reality of the world but if you can grasp that and just do the best that you can do on a day-to-day basis you can't do more than that yeah mm-hmm. agreed and to take it a step further just because you threw money at something doesn't mean you deserve everything you want from it that's what i think has been interesting <laughs> like when i work for dan uh Dan Cummins, in case you guys don't know, <laughs> we we <laughs> didn't heard that before. What an interesting fact! Yeah, who is that guy? Uh, you know, there is this thing, and it works with Scatcast too, where you know we have patrons and stuff, and our patrons are awesome. And it's the coolest community on the internet, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. But uh, it is there's this idea like I gave you five bucks, now I can I can call you a cunt, or I can I can say that all of your shit that you do is. I can give you my opinion on it and, and now you gotta listen because I paid for it motherfucker Dude, it'd be kind of awesome if it worked that way though if I, like in real life if I could just walk up to you and give you five bucks and then just like verbally abuse you for dude like let's start minutes. that business yeah. model <laughs> Actually, I will take that business model if you guys want to give me twenty dollars I will take your abuse will, for five minutes I will minutes. let you roast me <laughs> yeah that sounds fair voluntarily I'm wise. up for that that's a, that's a downtown day you yeah. should do that yeah well yeah. another get thing get billboards yeah for we'll we'll receive roasting for cash donations. Parade me Write for this bucks. down. Yeah. <laughs> but we should try it. We'll try that as a video and just see what happens if people do it. All right, this is our last segment of the show, wow. and this is something new that we're going to try and do, hopefully all the time. I don't know, but we wanted to use this wonderful community that we have uh, to solve some problems for some of the members of our community. If that makes any sense, so. So we're, we're, give we're, us your problems. Yes. We're Bring gonna, on to us your problems. We're going to call this the Just a Ride Navigator. And what we'll do is, it's just like normal. Send us your emails to justaridepod at gmail.com. And we will pick one or two a week. Mm-hmm. And we will look into them. But direct them at us like, you know, hey, I've got this issue. And we want to try and fix it. We get actually quite a few of those. But this one, kind of direct it in that way and direct it towards the community. And uh, what we'll do is we'll talk about it on the show and we'll use your name or not, if depending on you tell us yeah, if you want it let used. Us know. Uh, and then we will send it out into uh, the shitbox and, and to our Discord, which there's lots of folks in there that can help. 
And not that I want to repress anyone, but mm-hmm. if you keep it concise and not like 18 pages long, mm. like if you just need to vent, bring it on. Maybe, yes. You know, but like if, if it's something that we want to tackle, if you're meant, if you're meant to have us tackle it on, on air on the show. Mm. Yeah. If it's, yeah. One like you it, want it, specifically it, addressed. It, it just, it just simply can't take us 20 minutes to read it. That's all I'm saying. So keep like, it terse. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I, I think this, would, I think this will be awesome. Cause me it's, too. I, I really enjoy like it lets me and Jeff fi- help people fix things. And we need that. We've yeah, established we that. that. So <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I, 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 as much as I like to joke about not giving a shit about people, I really like, I, I find it, I don't have it in me to really turn somebody away who genuinely is seeking help. Right. And Especially I love if it's the something that I can just kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, help them Damn. tinker with, you know, like I'm, I'm so there for that. I'm confident in the people that have joined us in this little journey already. Uh, mm-hmm. The people in the shit box and our, in our discord, cause there's lots of really thoughtful people. Like we were talking about earlier, reasonable folk. And so between us taking a stab at it and trying to throw out some ideas and trying to break it down the best we can as people that don't know you and they're just listening to listen uh, and then taking it from there and then throwing it into our group if that's what needs to be done. Yeah. I think that'll be somewhat valuable. And it does sound like that that's what uh, some of you guys are interested in. As some people have been saying, it's like men's health or (laughs) or men's therapy. (laughs) And I mean, that's what friends kind of do. And so... You yeah. don't have to be a man either. We can we can Absolutely handle some not. girl problems. You gotcha. I, I don't think <laughs> that we're, it's out of our depth. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was I was raised and grew up primarily around girls, so mm-hmm. I, gotta, yeah. <laughs> I could help. Maybe I don't know. Probably not. I don't think I can. Satisfaction is not guaranteed. We'll probably do an excellent job at making your problems worse. We'll have a good time on the way. <laughs> There's there. a chance. We're gonna, uh, the intentions are good. <laughs> yep. But I think yeah. all you of you know us, what they paved the road to hell to. Uh, good intentions. Uh, I heard that one. Oh, shit. Oh well. I think with the yeah uh, three different lives that we've lived there's a good chance that one of us will at least have some pretty good perspective yeah. on what what an issue is or we'll disagree so hard on it that we'll actually fight yeah. which could be awesome which that's would be, be cool too that's yeah so this uh, is kind of a pay-per-view a d- yeah <laughs> so this is a dear abby or a dear jar so dear jar uh and you can send us those dear starting jar, now love your lovely navigator <laughs> that's right or you could just put navigator i don't know dear jar Sure. Whatever. Actually, we don't it. have to name it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't just send matter us your problems. They're all getting we'll, read. We'll try anyway. to we'll try to help you fucking sort through it, yep. or not, or we'll just commiserate with you. Who knows? It depends. Yeah. <laughs> but man or woman doesn't matter, and uh, we'll start tackling that next week. So yeah. send them in. That'll be fun. That'll yeah, be I think so. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, and always send us your emails at justridepod at gmail dot com. It's just a ride pod. Yeah, and if you have any ideas or any of those kind of things, we're happy to hear those as well. And I think this is our show. This has been a fun-ass day. It's been a good one. We've had a day yeah. where we've recorded two together, so we've had a nice chunk of a day Good old together. marathon, long yeah. haul. That's why, we're, that's why we're a little more out of our mind than normal, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm normal. This is about as normally ripe as right. I am. Okay. That's why me and Jeff are a little more out of our minds than normal. <laughs> so, there was one topic that somebody called in and asked me and wanted to talk about, mm. but we missed it on these, but we'll have to do it probably in the next episode. It was regarding the uh, filming the police. Oh, basically. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. was the basic gist of it. There was some specific stuff he wanted me to watch that I haven't had time. Hmm. That's why we haven't, weren't able to do it. But I think I'll probably just go on the basic principle of it based on what I read in Discord. Okay. So. We'll do that next episode. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much. Scatcast.com for more. And we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. It might. Bye. Bye. See ya. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride.
Bong. Bong. <laughs>